Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast where we talk about our favourite movies, TV shows and video games. I'm your host Shravan and we have our co-host Taran with us. Hey everyone. Today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man or specifically Miles Morales in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So we actually watched this uh, quite a while ago now because we watched it at a very early pre-advanced screening and we were planning to review it quite a while ago and... One of our friends wanted to join us for the review, but he ended up uh, not being able to make it. So we're doing it quite late. And in, in the meantime, I got very sick and now Taran's sick. So we might sound a bit not not great in this in this uh, episode. So just bear with us. We both hate life. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not loving it at the moment. But Into the Spider-Verse, I thought it was really good. See you next time. Review done. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs> No, no. Um, we I actually had a really good time. What did you think of it? Yeah, I had a good time as well. So we'll we'll what we'll do is we'll do spoiler free. So we know this is still pretty early. Um, a lot, it hasn't released in a lot of countries. Yeah, yet. we only watched it last week, didn't we? We we watched it two weeks ago, and it no, just it was last week, wasn't it? No, nah, it just came out. It's coming out this oh, week. Oh shit, we did watch it two weeks. Yeah, ago. Yeah, we watched yeah, it two right. weeks ago, and yeah. um, in a lot of places, it's coming out this week. So it's still going to be a pretty early review. Um, but we're going to do spoiler-free first, so uh, feel free to keep listening to us, and we will jump to spoilers later on in the episode, and we'll let you know clearly when that is. As usual, I'll give you a bit of background on the movie, uh, how it's doing in the box office. I should get the latest numbers for that, and um, budget-wise, who's directing, and then we'll jump into the actual review. So in terms of who's directing, who directed this movie, it was Bob Persichetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. So Peter Ramsey, the other two I couldn't find what they worked on before, but Peter Ramsey worked on Rise of the Guardians in 2012. I think you've seen that movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Is that the one with the like the Easter Bunny and whatever? Yeah, like Santa Claus, Jack Frost, yeah. and it's like a Christmas superhero movie pretty much. Yeah, it's uh, not bad. 
And this movie is produced by Avi Arad, Amy Pascal, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, and Christina Steinberg. So in all the promotional material, they're really hyping up the Chris Lord and Phil Miller aspect of it. But they they did yeah. uh, they did provide the story as well. But they they wrote the script, I think. Yeah, this yeah the script and the story, and they produced it as well. So I think they had a lot of creative control over it. The screenplay is by Phil Lord. And the story is also by Phil Lord. No Chris Miller. He got left out. No, he got left out. He was he was doing solo. <laughs> and then he No, got... they both they were both doing solo. Yeah, they and were. then they got fired. Yeah, and then yeah. they got fired. This is based off, as I explained earlier, it's based off the character Miles Morales. And that comic was written by Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli. And they were consulted during the making of this movie. So it's based off their comic book. Mostly, I think they made some changes, but in terms of the Miles car- character, it's based off that that version of it. So the budget was ninety million. Box office. So it only came out this week. Well, a day ago from where we're recording at the moment. But let me have a look what it's doing box office wise. So it delivered an excellent three point five million from Thursday previews. How much? Three point five million. Oh, decent. So they're expecting it to do forty million opening weekend. Pretty good for an animated movie. So I've got some information about the development of this movie. So following the November twenty fourteen hacking of Sony's computers, emails between Sony Pictures Entertainment co chairman Amy Pascal and President Doug Belgrade were released, stating that Sony was planning to rejuvenate the Spider Man franchise by developing an animated comedy film with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. It was announced in April 2015 that a Spider-Man animated movie had a release date of July 2018 and it was going to coexist with the live-action Spider-Man movies. Eventually, that release date was moved to December 2018, which is what we got. In June of 2016, the story was being written by Phil Lord and it was rumoured to feature Miles Morales as the central character. Later in January of 2017, it was confirmed that Miles was, in fact, going to be the main character of this film. In December 2017, it was announced that the title was going to be called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and it would feature multiple Spider-Men from different universes. Then in August of 2018, a post-credit scene was added to the film, so it was quite late in the piece that they decided to actually have a post-credit scene. Phil Lord and Chris Miller wanted it to feel like you walked inside a comic book. And they used 70 years of techniques that were used in comic books, such as speech bubbles and sound bubbles. It took around one year to come up with 10 seconds of footage that they were happy with in terms of their visual appeal of the movie. And then that was used as a basis from the, for the animation from that point onwards. They went from one animator to 60 animators during production, but it was soon found out that this would not be enough to fulfill the requirements of releasing it by December 2018. So by the end of production, they had about 142 animators. This was the largest animation crew ever used for a Sony Pictures animation. So what was the story synopsis? You're asking me. I I can't remember. What was the story? (laughs) (laughs) Let me think. Miles, Miles in the, is in this movie. He is a guy. He's he 
goes to a private school. Yes, he goes to a private school. Yeah, well, he used to go to a public school, and I think he yeah. recently changed to a private school. Yeah. yeah, but he likes he likes the ghetto. He wants to wants to go back to the ghetto. Um, and his uncle is what's the what's the uncle's name? Um, his Harry? uncle's Aaron. No, I made that up. Is it Harry? No, Aaron. I think. Oh, Aaron. That's it. Yeah, Aaron. Yep. Um, yeah, his uncle is like, I don't know, he, he does... Apparently, he, he... He does bad stuff, but you don't know what he does. Yeah. Yep. So, his he's dad's kind of like brother. like a gangster. Yeah, yeah, his dad's a cop, um, and he hangs out with his uncle a lot, and when he's hanging out with his uncle, he gets bitten by a spider, kind of like the one that Spider-Man gets bitten by. Um, and then he gets superpowers. And then Spider-Man is trying to stop Kingpin from opening up this portal. And then Miles is there. And Kingpin ends up opening up the portal. And then stuff happens. And lots of Spider-Men get put into the universe. That is a very bad way of describing this story. <laughs> um, Do it's... not... Go off that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a brilliant synopsis, but basically, it's about the Spider Verse. So there's multiple dimensions sort of interacting in this movie. It's shown in the trailers, so we're not spoiling too much. Uh, but there are multiple Spider Men that come into this dimension, and it's all about um, kind of fixing that that issue with the multiple dimensions forming together. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll jump into the review now. So we'll talk about the casting first and the characters. So I've got a bit of background on all the characters. So how old do you think the Mars Morales character is? How long do you think he's been around? 14. Oh, no, how old do you think? I thought you meant in the movie. No, no, no. Like how, how long has the character been around? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think he came out in like oh, around 2000 and eight-ish. Ten years? No, so... I mean, you're not far off. It came out... His first appearance in comics was in August of 2011. Uh, In the comic Ultimate Fallout. So, he's pretty recent. Yeah. He's pretty recent. So, in terms of in the movie, he's played by Shameik Moore, and he's... Shameik, yep. And he's half half, half African-American and Puerto Rican. So, that's his background. Yeah. Um, not Shamik Moore, put a race Miles on Morales. Jeez, you're so racist. You just want to put a race on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to say the rest of them are white? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to give the all of their races now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you think Miles Morales's notable abilities are in terms of when he's Spider Man? What do I think? <laughs> they show it in the movie. Yeah. He could. He could turn invisible. Yeah. So he's got camouflage. Yeah. Yep. And he's got this uh, electric power thing. It's like an electric shock. Yeah, so they call it bioelectric energy from fingers. Yeah. Specifically. It's yeah. only from the fingers. That's a shit. That's a shit name. <laughs> and he's also got precognitive spider sense or spider oh, sense. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the spider sense. And he um, uses the shooters, so web shooters. He doesn't have the bio web. Like the show in yeah. Spider-Man 1. That was just a Raimi Spider-Man thing. That was So he's the main character, but we also do have a Peter Parker in this movie, played by Peter. Jake Johnson. 
Love Jake Johnson. I've got a couple of spores about this character, but we'll talk about it then. Uh, when do you think this Spider-Man, so Peter Parker Spider-Man, first appeared in comics? Uh, this Jake Johnson's one or... No, no, just... Peter Parker. No. Like Peter, Peter Parker's Parker. Spider-Man. Oh, so the original hell? Spider-Man. I don't know. It would have been around post-World War. So like 1958 or something. Not far off again. So it was out yeah. on August 1962. So his first yeah. appearance was in Amazing Fantasy issue number 15. And he was originally conceived by Steve Ditko and Stan Lee, which is why they had a tribute to both of them in this movie. And what are Peter Parker's special abilities? Spider sense. Yep. Super strength. Uh, yep. That's it. So apparently he's also meant to have genius level intellect. Oh, well, he has that before. He gets bitten. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a it's not like a Spider Man thing. Yeah, and um, he's a proficient scientist and inventor. But that's okay. That's not a super. Yeah, yeah it's okay. not something he acquires. Yeah. I, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, but I think he's smarter than Miles Morales. I think that's what they're trying yeah. to get at. Is is that a racist comment <laughs> that you're making? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I guess Miles couldn't help it, right? <laughs> Miles does go to a private school, though. Yeah, well, Miles yeah. is pre- he's meant to be pretty smart because he got a scholarship yeah. and stuff to yeah. get into that school. Yeah. So we also have Spider Gwen in this yes. movie, or Spider Woman. She's played by Haley Steinfeld. Like Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. So wh- she was good in this movie. When when do you think Spider Gwen first appeared in comics? Mm. Okay, this one I'm probably not going to be that close. Definitely before Amazing Spider-Man. I'm going to say early 2000s, maybe. I'm just going to go 2000. No. So, first debuted in 2014 in Edge of Spider-Verse issue number two. 2014? Yep. Are you sure? So, apparently the character was based off uh, Emma Stone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, they, they took some of the aspects of Emma Stone's character. Yes. Yeah. But Gwen Stacy debuted way before that. Yeah, Gwen Stacy was in the comics like you know, yeah. when Peter Parker first debuted. But yeah, in terms of Spider Gwen, it was first introduced okay. in twenty fourteen. Did not know that. Yeah. So she's also known as Spider Woman, White Widow, and um, so there is a jeez a... racist name once again, <laughs> White Widow. White. What did they go? What did they try to say there? Well, they got Black Widow, so it's White yeah. Widow. Mm, yeah, <laughs> contentious. Um, so they do have a an arc with with Gwen Stacy where she also gets the Venom symbiote. What do you think that version of the character is called? Gwen Venom or something? Yeah, Gwenum. Gwenum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took me a while to kind of figure out how they would have put that together, but yeah. So what do you think Gwen Spider Gwen's special abilities are? That are different from Spider-Man, like the normal Spider-Man special. It's like a gymnast or something. Well, you're going to say that's her superpower. She's like gymnastics or she can do crazy gymnast stuff. No. So, well, maybe she can, but um, apparently her special ability is that use of interdimensional travel. And she also has a healing factor, kind of like Wolverine, but not probably not as exaggerated. Oh, see, with Peter Parker, you said all that other shit that he had beforehand, and with Gwen, you're not giving, you know, giving me the 
the shit that she has beforehand. Well, beforehand, I think she was just normal. She was just a normal person. She was a gymnast. Was she? Or a dancer. Either one of those. Gymnast or dancer. Well, if Peter Parker practiced enough, he could have been a gymnast. Not, not like Gwen, though. Yeah, now you're being sexist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we also have a couple more Spider-Verse characters. So those three are sort of the main characters uh, in this movie, but we also have Spider-Ham, played by John Mulaney. When do you think Spider-Ham's first appearance in comics was? It would have been in the Spider-Verse comic, which I think was the same time, around the same time when Spider-Gwen came out. So I'm going to say 2014. No. So this... This actually surprised me as well. So, he first appeared in Marvel's Marvel Tales, starring Peter Porker, the Spectacular Spider-Ham, issue number one. So, he had his own comic uh, in 1983, November 1983. This is when the Marvel comics was really stretching. (laughs) Yeah, so he he had his own thing. He he wasn't even in a Spider-Verse sort of situation. What do you think his special abilities are? He can, like, conjure up things, can't he? Uh, well, yeah, he's basically a cartoon, so he can yeah. do whatever he wants. Um, yeah. But the only main thing that I have here, which makes him different to the other Spider-Man that we've talked about so far, is he has organic webbing. Oh, okay. And then there's Penny Parker, who's played by Kimiko Glenn, and she's a Japanese-American middle school student who is adopted by Aunt May and Uncle Ben. She pilots a robot known as SPDR, which is partially controlled by a radioactive spider that shares a psychic link with its pilot. And she was first introduced in the Spider-Verse event between November 2014 and February 2015. So same as the comic book arc that featured Spider-Gwen. And then we move on to Spider-Man Noir. So we have actually talked about this character previously on this podcast and mainly due to the reason that it's played by the one and only Nicolas Cage. So somehow we end up talking about Nicolas Cage quite a lot in this podcast, uh, almost in every single episode. And to date, we've done about 22 episodes, I think. Or this is our 23rd. And we haven't actually reviewed a movie that features the man himself. But this is the first one that actually features Nicolas Cage. So... uh, and he was really great in this movie. He he was very entertaining. And what I noticed was that he has a very unique voice. Uh, it's you can tell that it that that it is Nicolas Cage when you when you hear him. It's like he's kind of sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> he always sounds sleepy. In terms of when this character Spider-Man Noir was introduced, he was first introduced in Spider-Man Noir issue number one. So he had his own comic in February 2009, and he's basically just a darker version of Spider-Man set in 1933 during the Great Depression. So when do you think, uh, sorry, what do you think his special abilities are? Is he a detective? He can detect stuff. Sort of. So he, he's a skilled marksman, an expert in hand-to-hand combat, and he has a network of contacts throughout the, throughout the city in the criminal world. So he's kind of like a... He's Batman. He's pretty much, yeah. He's pretty much Batman. And the other thing is he has organic webbing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they have to have organic webbing because he's 19-whatever. So he can't exactly make yeah. his web shooters. Yeah. Yeah. 
There are a bunch of other characters in this movie, apart from the Spider-Man. So there's Kingpin, like we mentioned before. He's played by Lee Schreiber. And there's Miles Morales' father, whose name is Jefferson Davis, which I always found a bit confusing. So he, he takes his mother's name. Uh, he's played by Brian Tyree Hen- Harry. And there's Rio Morales, who's uh, Miles Morales' mother. And there's Aaron Davis, who's played by Mahershala Ali. And there's also Aunt May in this movie. She's played by Lily Tompkin. And there's a bunch of other characters, but if we get into that, it'll be kind of spoiler territory, so we'll talk about them in spoilers. So we'll jump onto the positives and negatives. We'll start with your positives. Yeah, it looks really cool. I like the comic style art that they do. The story was good. It was funny. Not really a lot to hate about it. Everything that they did was good. Characters are good, especially Peter Parker and Miles. Yeah, they're quite good. So, yeah, I think basically everything in this movie is a positive. There's nothing much that is a negative at all. Yeah, I I agree. So, I like the visual style a lot of this movie. It's basically like you're watching a comic book. So, there's, there's this scene where Miles gets his powers... And he's walking through the corridor and you just see these yellow boxes. So they, they use, I think in comics, they use the yellow boxes as what a character is thinking, not saying. So you, you just see these yellow boxes everywhere, like Miles' thoughts. And I thought that was really cool. And then there'd be parts where like a character would punch someone and you just see like a, a bubble with like bang and uh, just just stuff like that. So it felt like you were actually watching a comic book in real life like just coming to life on the screen and that was really good and that's something they they can only do in an animated version of a superhero movie it wouldn't look good you know in a live action movie yeah yeah so they really made good use because we've had so many live action superhero movies now so they had to differentiate themselves from from a live action movie in some way since Have I- they had any animated superhero movies before yeah they have but like not nothing on the scale of this so they've had like the batman yeah that's what i was thinking yeah they've had like all these smaller ones that i'd like direct to dvd release yeah but this is the first first, theatrical i think oh mask of phantasm Phantasm. was released theatrically but i guess this is like the the biggest production for an animated superhero movie yeah. Yeah. So they made full use of the animated aspect of it. So they they really made it look look fantastic. It was it was great. As you mentioned the characters are all really good. It actually has a lot of depth as well in terms of there's there's a character there's a clear character arc for Miles. There's even a character arc for Peter Parker as well because he's kind of this older version of Spider-Man and he's kind of had enough of it a little bit he doesn't really care that much anymore also i wanted to mention the music so we, we've been having a conversation on group chats about the music for this movie so it has a really good soundtrack i think it sounds better when you watch the movie uh and even the background score was really good as well so they they did really well with that and overall i think the tone of the movie was just good i thought from the trailers, I thought it would be more of a comedy. There'd be a lot more comedy. There is comedy in the movie, but I think it's it's got much more depth than I thought it would be. So it does, mm. 
have its quite serious moments. So I would say it's more of a action character development sort of movie than a, a comedy. Like comedy's part of it, but it's it is funny. Yeah, it is funny, but I wouldn't say it's a comedy overall. The only negative I had was that it is a little slow to get started, but that's probably because my expectations were that it would be... Like the Lego movie, which gets straight into it. Yeah, well... Now, you haven't well, even seen it, though. My expectations were that it would be more of the Spider-Verse and less of Miles. But it's mm. it's basically primarily a Miles Morales story with the Spider-Verse aspect in it. Gets into the Spider-Verse. It does, but it gets into it quite a bit into the story. It's at least half an hour into the movie when once you find out that there was this interdimensional thing happening. Mm. But it like it leaks other infant like Gwen is in it much before. Earlier, that. yeah, yeah. You see Jake Johnson a lot earlier. You do, yeah. But it's I think a lot of it is just mainly the origin story of Miles rather than and then Spider Verse in the backdrop. Did you have anything else to say, spoiler-free? Because then we can give our ratings and then we can jump into spoilers. No, nah, nothing else. 24.5. That's your rating? Yeah. <laughs> jump straight into it. I thought you were going to change your rating system. Like, remember? Oh, yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. I I haven't thought about one for this. You give your rating and I'll try and think of something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it a definitely worth watching in the cinema for this one, mainly because of the visual flair of the movie. and the characters and it's just overall it's one of the best superhero movies of the year i i think it's actually it's up there like it's up there with infinity war black panther all of those so definitely definitely worth a watch especially if you're a fan of spider-man i think you'll have a good time i've tried to think of something but i can't so let's continue with the review so and I, we'll I, come i'm back gonna to give this. you a b for better luck next time yeah <laughs> yeah i'm a b for better luck next time but yeah we'll continue the review and i'll come up with something so before we jump into, I don't know if you want to do this now or at the end, before we jump, I thought we should give a uh, ranking of all the Spider-Man movies. Mm. This is contentious because I know a lot of people like the Raimi Spider-Man movies, but I hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I don't think they're that good. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll save that for the end. So uh, unless we can, we can do it now. We'll do it now because some people might not have seen the movie. You go first. So my rankings are... Are you going from top to bottom or bottom to top? I'll go bottom to top. So my worst is Amazing Spider-Man 2. And so that's number seven. Number six is Amazing Spider-Man 1. I actually don't like those Amazing Spider-Man movies at all. Number five is Spider-Man 3. Number four is Spider-Man 1. So Raimi Spider-Man 1. And number three is Raimi Spider-Man 2. Number two is Spider-Man this movie, so uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and number one is Homecoming. So I think it's it's up there. I, th- I actually really enjoyed this movie, so I liked it better than the Raimi ones. But this one, there is parts in this that give a nod to the Raimi ones as well, so it's kind of it's, it's this weird universe where it's it could be the same universe as the Raimi universe, but yeah. I think it's uh, I'm probably the same rank ranking as you, so yeah, pretty much the same. So the Amazing Spider-Man's at the end, the Raimi's in the middle, yep. Spider-Verse and, and the Homecoming. Yeah, we'll probably have people that disagree with us. I think a lot of people still put Spider-Man 2 as the best Spider-Man movie ever made. They do, yes. 
I don't like it all that much, to be honest. It's, yeah, it's okay. It's not great. I guess we'll jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, please come back to this point in the in the episode and listen to what we think about the spoilers of this movie. And if you have seen the movie, just keep listening on. So the movie starts with basically Miles, doesn't it? I'm trying to think how it starts now. No, it starts with Spider-Man. It starts with Peter Parker. Yeah, do you know how it has that comic book introduction for each of the Spider-Man? Yeah, so every time a new character is introduced in this, they kind of have this mini origin story yeah. um, of every character, including Miles. Even though you're watching Miles' origin story, he has he has this like mini montage of his his origin as well. So it starts with Peter Parker's origin, and I think this is referring to the Jake Johnson Peter Parker. No, it's the it's the Chris Pine Peter Parker. Yeah, so there's two Peter Parkers in this universe. So there's the one in there's a Peter Parker in Miles Morales's universe, and he is Spider Man, and he actually dies quite early on in the movie. He gets killed by Kingpin, um, and then Miles assumes the the mantle of Spider-Man for this city. But that version of Spider-Man, who's blonde, uh, is Chris Pine. He's played by Chris Pine. So you reckon that was the... It was. Was that Chris Pine talking? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't tell. Yeah, and it also... Jake Johnson's Spider-Man has a different origin later in the movie. He has a different comic book that comes up. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does, yeah. Because he's, like, further down the line. Although this version was like 26 years old, right? The Chris Pine version. They're about the same age-wise, Jake Johnson and Chris Pine version. No, I think the Jake Johnson one's probably like in his 30s, maybe. Yeah, or just like a deadbeat deadbeat 26. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it starts off with a mini origin of that, and then we kind of get a bit of backstory on Miles, how he's moving schools and... He doesn't particularly like his private school. That It's like a boarding school as well. It's in the same city, though, so I'm wondering why he has to actually stay there. Yeah, he could just stay at home. <laughs> yeah, he's not He's not having a good time. He's trying to basically get himself expelled by, like, failing everything. Like, he gets zero out of 100 for a test, and the teacher is like, even if you guessed randomly, you would have still got 25% right because those are your odds, and he gets mm. everything wrong, so he must actually know that he what the correct answer for every question is. Or it could have just been really unlucky. You know, if you guess everything, unless you're putting C for everything or like a D for everything, but if you guess randomly each time, there's a chance that you could get zero out of 100. There's, there is. There's it, a very well, slim. Yeah, yeah. you've you got to be pretty unlucky. you got to be pretty unlucky, but there's a slim chance you could get zero out of 100. Maybe he's just that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing that they that they're not telling you. It's actually a social stupid. commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he runs into Gwen Stacy, or she calls herself Gwenda at that stage, because she's yeah. not from this dimension. How'd she get the uniform? Yeah, it's a good question. How'd, how'd she, she get, get into the, the school? And how did she go into the class? And like no one's realized. Yeah. Yeah, so question's got to be asked go here. here. <laughs> yeah. And where does she sleep? Because it's a boarding school. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's lots of questions. <laughs> and, like, she, she explains it later, but she's like, oh, she, her spider sense told her that she had to go to the school. So I, I didn't know spider sense worked like that. 
I thought it just tells you when there's danger approaching or something. I wonder if there's a there's a Gwen Stacy in this universe. She'd be older, right? Well, yeah, she would. Yeah. Or maybe she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Look, all the good people die. Miles gets bitten by a spider when he goes out to do some graffiti with his uncle. Uh, they never really explain where that spider comes from. It's kind of just lurking around, isn't it? It's lurking. Yeah, Miles basically he has a similar reaction to it that Peter Parker has. Like he starts sweating and he he starts sticking to everything. Yeah, yeah. And is there is there a part where he's like I'm going through changes or something? Yeah, it's like puberty. Yeah, he's just, like it's just puberty. It's just puberty. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But yeah, he basically gets his powers, but he can't really control them, and he. He realizes that he kind of has Spider-Man powers because, or firstly, he he goes back to find the spider that he that bit him, but he also finds this lair of Kingpin and he's doing something. He's doing some interdimensional stuff, and Spider-Man happens to be there fighting Green Goblin, and the Green Goblin. Hey, in, Green Goblin's fucked in this. He's yeah, like he's massive. massive. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, he's huge. He's very big. But basically, Green Goblin's fighting Spider-Man, the Spider-Man of this this dimension. And there's this interdimensional thing happening. And Spider-Man of this universe ends up dying uh, in that confrontation. And Miles sees it. And uh, before the, the Peter Parker of this universe or this dimension dies, he gives Miles a USB key which is the key to kind of reversing the events of this interdimensional travel. And Miles kind of just runs away with it and he's trying to use his powers because he doesn't know how to use powers yet. Yes. And he fails, like, quite a few times. Yes. Yeah. There, there's this montage of him, like... It's meant to be, like, when he discovers his powers and he's, like, walking up to the the uh, top floor of these buildings and, like, going to jump off and he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he just walks down... The- he walks down the stairs and goes to a different building. Yeah, goes to a smaller one. And he does try to jump off and he, like, fails. He trips over. He fails multiple times. And he he does get himself a Spider-Man suit, but it's kind of like this merchandise, Spider-Man merchandise. Yeah, so in this, in this like... dimension, Spider-Man's really popular and he has his own merchandise. And, like, he has his own comics as well that talk about Spider-Man. So... They did this in another movie too, where there was comics of them. Was that Logan? Where there was like com- there was like X Men comics. It's with X Men. Yeah, it's an X Men movie. Yeah. And then there there is a Stanley cameo, so they have this they have this scene with uh, which is basically Peter Parker's funeral, and everyone finds out that uh, Spider Man was Peter Parker, and Mary Jane has this. Uh, Mary Jane's in this movie, um, so she has. A speech, and she's played by Zoe Kravitz as well. Zoe Kravitz, yeah. And we went through her history in the Fantastic Beasts episode. If you want to, her personal you life. Go back and find out what's happening <laughs> in her personal life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she plays a small role in this movie. They really went all out with the. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you. Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The voice actors, though, they've got... Yeah. They've got a few good ones. They have a few shit ones as well. No, I'm joking. They're, they're all good. <laughs> they're all good. <laughs> there was also a cameo in that in that scene where you know she's like, "Oh, anyone can be Spider Man," and then and then Miles is like, "Yeah, I can be Spider Man," and then the guy next to him is like, "Oh, I don't think she meant you specifically." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So apparently that guy was Post Malone. Oh, Post. Yeah, <laughs> I know who Post is. Well, everyone knows who Post is. Yeah. But it's not. Um, he also has like a song in this movie as well. Yeah, in the soundtrack. Yeah, he does. yeah, I think he has a couple in the soundtrack actually. But yeah, I really like the soundtrack for this movie. Have you heard all the songs? Uh, I think I've only heard Sunflower. I haven't heard all of them. Yeah, there's another song called "Not Scared of the Dark" or something, or "Scared of the Dark," which is pretty good. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. it's in that no, funeral scene. They played in that funeral scene. Ah, uh, okay. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't listened to it now. Yeah, I have to get onto it. And there's another song called What's Up Danger, which is, it's a bit intense, but it's still pretty good. Mm. It's like one of those intense rap songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't know that was your style. <laughs> I didn't know either. Maybe I'm converting. Yeah, okay. But basically, after that, he just, he decides to become Spider-Man for this dimension, but he he keeps failing. So he goes to the cemetery where Peter Parker is buried and then he runs into jack johnson peter parker and if you watch venom that was the post credit scene for venom yeah it was yeah that like five minute scene and then peter parker kind of starts to show miles the ropes and how they should get out of this this uh interdimensional issue that they have and there's a couple of things that happen after that so there is a doc ock in this universe but it's 
a lady in this one? Yeah, it's yeah. his daughter. Whose daughter? Dr. Octavius. Oh, is it? it? Oh, okay. I didn't see that. I thought she was just Doc Ock because she's like Olivia Octavius or something. I'm pretty sure it's his daughter. Oh. I think she mentions it. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't hear that. I I I thought she was just like in this dimension Doc Ock is just a lady, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I could have made it up. <laughs> but I I thought she was his daughter. Yeah, so they have this scene where they have to like get this computer from the facility that Doc Ock operates at and it's also it's all owned by Kingpin. And we also get like this very short see it's it's this very short scene showing why kingpin is doing what he's doing it's like literally like two minutes and that's the backstory for the 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 sort of the intentions of of what kingpin is doing in this movie with the interdimensional stuff and it's i'm trying to remember exactly what it was but he's like about to punch spider-man or something and his wife and kids see it and they're like what are you doing and they run away and then they die in a car crash or something. Is that what happens? Yeah, or get hit by a train or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, he's living with that guilt, so he wants to bring them from a, another dimension into this, this dimension. Is that what is that what he's doing? Yes, that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's trying to get... Uh, the ones in this dimension are dead. Unsure why they died. Um, but they're try- he's trying to get them from another dimension so that he can live with them basically but yeah so he recruited dr octavius to help with that um and all the information that they need is stored on this cpu and peter parker and miles go to this facility to steal it and they that and that's when it's revealed that she's doc doc but they do end up getting it but there's yeah there's some comedy in that scene where you know how miles takes the monitor and the cpu yeah. yeah, it's like, I've got good news for you. We don't need the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, they, they do escape, and that's when they run into Gwen as well. That part was shown in one of the trailers. You know how it's like, how many spider people are there? It's like, yeah, just go to Comic-Con. Yeah. Go I thought that was Comic-Con. made just for trailers, but it's actually, that dialogue is actually in the movie. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. really make sense. It makes a little bit of sense. He's just saying, like, uh, when you go to Comic-Con, there's a people lot of people dressed dress up. up as Spider-Man, yeah. I guess yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. And then they go to Aunt May's place. And Aunt May in this dimension is, like, really... She's not the typical Aunt May. She's, like, a badass. Yeah. She's, like, and, Alfred. And she knew... Yeah, she's basically Alfred. Because she knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man as well. And he has this, like, yeah. ultra-high-tech lair under his house where he keeps under all his, his suits basement. and stuff. And they they end up going down there and they meet the other spider people that were also transported to this dimension. So yeah. we meet... And then uh, they all have those comic book origins. Yeah, we get like a mini comic book origin for all of them. The finest is probably... I was, they're all pretty funny, but Spider-Man Noir was pretty funny. Yeah, they, they kind of do all three of them together. Yeah. Do you remember? They like mix them all together, like goes in and out of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But Spider-Man Noir was pretty funny. And he's like, he's there's like always wind behind him because like his coat's always like flapping. His coat's always like, yeah, yep. And he's always in black and white. Yeah, he's always in black and white. And he like doesn't know what color means because he he's, <laughs> there's this there's this joke where he gets a Rubik's cube and he doesn't get what it is because he, he doesn't. Yeah. 
I don't think there's a concept of color in his dimension. But basically, they realize that they all have to team up. But then they're like, Miles is shit. Let's not use Miles. Yeah, let's not use because he doesn't know anything. And they they all they firstly they kind of trust him to do it, but they soon figure out that he's probably not ready. All the all these villains just end up turning up at Aunt May's house, right? Yes, including the Prowler, who you end up finding out is Miles Morales's uncle. But I already knew that because that's his comic book origin. Yeah, I guess for people who didn't know, it would have been surprising. Yeah, it might have been surprising. So the Prowler is he's actually in the MCU as well. So he's played by uh, D. Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover, um, Charles Gambino in in Homecoming. So that character is, has already been introduced in in Homecoming. And there's actually a scene where you're you're in Aaron Davis's apartment in in this movie, and there's a a picture of Donald Glover in his apartment. It's kind of this weird universe where Donald Glover's there as well. <laughs> Yeah, Donald Glover is also in the universe. Yeah. And the other thing that a lot of people don't know about is that Miles Miles's character was actually based off Donald Glover. Yeah, there was this period like when D Glover was a bit younger where everyone wanted him to play Miles Morales. Yeah, and so the, com- like this the was the original comics were actually based off Donald Glover as well. Like they had aspects of Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. I think this was around the time of, when was it? It would have been either when they were shooting Amazing Spider-Man or just afterwards. I think it was when they were shooting Amazing Spider-Man and they wanted Miles Morales to be one of the characters in the movie as well. And everyone was like, they should get Donald Glover to kind of be that character. But then now he's too old. Yeah, now he's <laughs> to probably too it. old, yeah. Yeah, and then when they... When they um cast him in Homecoming, everyone thought that it still might be Miles. Like, they'll just change the origin somehow. But yeah, obviously, he's the Prowler instead. Sony fucked it up. Yeah. He, well, he still exists in the universe. Because nothing happened to him in Homecoming. He was just kind of in it. Yeah, he's still in there. Yep. But it would have been good to see him play Miles in live action, which probably isn't going to happen now. But anyway, after that, we, we get a scene where all the spider people tell Miles that he sucks and they, like, lock him up in his room. Yeah, they tie him up. They gag him. <laughs> yeah. And then they torture him. <laughs> they they <laughs> cut that part out. Part. It's, in the extended, yeah. <laughs> it's in the extended cut. It's, extended in, the, cut. it's in the Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, the Snyder cut. The R-rated version. Yeah. But Miles gets his powers eventually. Like he, the death of his uncle kind of motivates him, I guess. To also, yeah, spoilers: his uncle dies because Kingpin kills him. His uncle him. dies. Yeah. Yes, someone shoots him. Who shoots Kingpin? Him? King Kingpin shoots him. That's right. Because Kingpin's a bad bloke. Yeah, he's just a bad guy. <laughs> he's just a bad bloke. Does he have he's superpowers, big. or is he just like a really big guy? He's big. He's big dude. He's big dude. I don't. I think. Oh, I, I think he has super strength. Uh, actually, I, I think he's just a big dude. <laughs> like a really big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's pretty strong. Like, he's massive. Because <laughs> he can take on um, Spider-Man, so he's, he's pretty strong. I think, like, technically he doesn't have super strength, but because he's so big, he is super strong. But he doesn't, like, hit the gym or anything. I think he's just big. 
it daredevil hits the gym. Oh, does he? Okay, maybe he does hit the yeah. gym. Yeah, I think he does hit the gym. He benches. He's he's all about the chest. <laughs> he wants he wants to be a barrel chested bloke. Doesn't do anything else, just chest. He's definitely got the barrel chest though. He's got the barrel chest. He doesn't have a neck though. You might want to look into that. <laughs> but yeah, so Miles realizes that he does have powers, and then he he goes and helps them out at the in the big climax. And there's like this massive sort of fight. Crazy at the shit end. happens. Yeah, yeah, massive stuff happens, and all the spider people are there. You you see kind of all their powers at the same time, and yep. they all get transported back to their dimension. At the end. Yes. And everyone's happy happens. and Except for Jake Johnson. He he really doesn't want to go back. Yeah, he didn't want to go back because he was having issues with his life or something. His life sucks. He buried he buried Aunt May. Aunt May's dead. And then he divorces Mary Jane. And yeah, he doesn't want to go back because he wants to kill himself, basically. It's pretty dark. He wants to like sacrifice himself so that he can die. Because if you're from another dimension, you can't last that long in this dimension or something. Yeah, you can't survive. You can't survive, which is kind of a big flaw in Kingpin's plan. Yeah, so he's going to bring them back, but then they're going to die. They're going to die anyway. Bring another one back. (laughs) So he's just going to keep doing that. It's going to be like the prestige where he has to keep making new versions of them and then they will die every day. For those of you that haven't seen The Prestige, that's a that's a spoiler. Have you seen The Prestige? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Hugh Jackman's doing, right? Well, he keeps making new versions of himself and then killing himself every night. Whereas, like Christian Bale, he just had a twin brother. He has a twin. Yeah. Anyway, this is not a Prestige review, although that's a good movie. <laughs> we should do a Prestige review. Yeah, maybe we should. So we basically, get to the end of the movie. Then Miles saves the day. Yes. Yeah. Jake Johnson goes back. Jake Johnson because goes Miles back. gives him the courage to go back. Yeah, everyone else. His goes character's back. actually really deep in this. We didn't touch on it too much, but yeah, Jake Johnson's character is quite deep. It is quite deep. Yeah, he's the second best character after Miles. Yeah. Oh no, actually, I reckon he's the best character. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the best. Yeah. And Miles basically becomes the Spider-Man of this dimension. Yeah, he does. And he gets he gets his own suit. I think Aunt May gives it to him. The black it's one suit. of the it's one of the older suits. He just spray paints it because he's a he's black. He's a rebel without a cause. <laughs> but I I want to mention he he's always wearing these um, shoes in this movie. Yeah, he and does. they show he a went... lot of shots of his shoes. So they must have. Yeah, like... it's like it's like Air Maxes. Yeah, like Nikes. So it's like sponsorship just there. He he even wears them when he's Spider-Man. He, he does, yeah. He actually wears and them he wears when he's a Spider-Man. hoodie as well. <laughs> yeah. With a, because he's, he, he don't want to get cold, you know. It's, it's New York, it's winter, you know. It's going to be cold out there. You can't just wear yeah, Peter Parker Spider-Man didn't think suit. of any of this stuff. It's, it's about health as well. <laughs> the So you get to the end of the movie and he's like, he's just like lying down on his bed and you hear, do you hear Gwen? Uh, I can't remember actually. Because I think you hear Gwen, and that explains her interdimensional travel ability. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah tr- uh, true. Apparently in the sequel, they're going to concentrate on a Gwen and Miles um, romantic relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I- I'm guessing she comes back? Maybe. 
I didn't really yeah. see that though, because she's older than him, isn't she? Thought they were the same age. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought she said she's older in one of the scenes. Like, like two months or something, fifteen months. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. not too much older. Yeah, they, well, I think they're going to do spin-offs of all the characters. Yeah, yeah. Except maybe Jake Johnson's one. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because that would be sad. <laughs> I'd like to see the Spider-Man noir full-length film. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that, but that would be fun. I think I think his character's best dealt with as like a side character. It's more fun that way. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. Oh, and there is a post credit scene. post credits. Oscar Isaacs. So Oscar Isaac is... Spider-Man. Is it Isaac or Isaacs? Isaac. Isaac, yeah. Isaac, yeah. Yeah. So he's Spider-Man 2099? 99. So maybe he'll be in the next movie then. I think he is, yeah. That that was pretty funny though. It's that meme that everyone... You've seen the meme, haven't you? Which one? You're old, but you've seen this meme, haven't you? <laughs> maybe I haven't. Maybe I'm too old. What What is it? The one with the Spider-Man pointing at the other Spider-Man. Oh, you mean the uh, right at the end? Yeah, yeah. It's like a meme. It's from the cartoon, but like it became a big meme maybe like a year ago or maybe longer. I don't know. I'm old as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the two Spider-Man pointing at each other. It's from the yeah cartoon. I didn't like... I thought it was funny, but I didn't fully get it. I was like, why are they... It, it's, it's a meme. Yeah. It's a meme. Yeah. Yeah. You have to know the meme to get it. But basically, the uh, Spider-Man 2099 goes back into the 60s Spider-Man, and they just point at each other for like two and minutes. Then, yeah, the guy's like, why are you pointing at me? It's like, you point at me first, and then they point, it, point at each other for the whole thing. Yeah. And who's on the side? Someone, Someone's on the side. Is this like policeman or something? Oh, yeah, the policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. Maybe they should do a full length of 1963 Spider-Man. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> They should, they should, like, get all of them together. There should be a Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. There should be a Tom Holland one, and then a Tobey Maguire one. The Japanese cut, the Japanese um, TV show one. Yeah. <laughs> get them all together. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about this movie? So, sequel is probably going to happen. Yeah, I think definitely going to happen. I think. Yeah. Well, this is. This is probably the best Spider-Man movie that Sony's ever made. So, well, that's in our opinion. Well, contention, yeah, yeah. In our opinion. But, yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, it's good. I like it. So, uh, I was saying it was probably the second best Spider- uh, second best superhero movie of this year. But you don't think so. Uh, you know, there was Black Panther. Yeah, I liked it better than Black Panther, personally. But that might be because I just like Spider-Man. What other superhero movies came out this year? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, it's probably better than that. Yeah. Um, obviously, Infinity War. I think Infinity War is still better than this. Was there only Marvel movies this year? In terms of superhero well, movies. Oh, Aquaman's coming out. Yeah. I heard it's okay. Well, I'm, he- I'm hearing mixed things about Aquaman. I think it's okay. I think it's meant to be decent. Yeah, I think that's, that's all we had about Spider-Verse. So we highly recommend that you watch it. Yes. Yes. I give it an A for amazing. A- oh, you got there. Spider-Man. A- oh, I got a- there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got there. Uh, it's not that good. It's It wasn't my best one. It, there could be better ones in the future. Yeah. 
Well, Amazing Spider-Man has all these negative connotations now, so you can't really say Amazing and Spider-Man. Yeah, I was going to give it an S for Spectacular, but, you know, I, I think A, a What about you for better. Ultimate? Nah, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, there were a lot of trailers that came out this week, so we should probably talk about them. We'll quickly mention the Captain Marvel one. I thought it was pretty good, but it showed... Showed the same stuff as the first. Same stuff as the previous one. Yeah, first trailer. Still looks good. Looks good. Blockbuster. Still looking forward to it. So, um, I don't know. What else is there to say? It... 90s. I think Jude Law's bad, right? Jude Law. Korath. Who's Korath? Just naming things from the trailer. <laughs> well, Korath's that guy that was in Guardians, right? Digimon Huso. yeah. 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 That's the official pronunciation of his name. <laughs> I definitely did a butcher that. <laughs> um, but the the trailer that we probably really want to talk about is the Avengers 4, or what is now known as Avengers Endgame. Oh, trailer. I didn't watch this trailer. Oh. I'm joking, I definitely <laughs> watched it. <laughs> I think I've watched it once every day since it's come out. So Yeah, I've seen it many times. Yeah. I didn't think it was like an amazing trailer. It didn't really show that much. Yeah, like it was a good trailer. I don't, I don't think it like it wasn't like the Avengers Infinity War first trailer. That was like, do you remember that one? The one with um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was as good as that one, but the it was one still with a good the trailer. Sex scene from Tony Stark in Captain America. Which, <laughs> which version? <laughs> which version were you watching? <laughs> That's the trailer that I watched. <laughs> they the just cut that out of the movie. Yeah, look, it was in my personal version. It's in the Snyder Cut. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the R-rated version. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was... Like, look, everyone's going to go watch this movie anyway. They don't really yeah, need... Yeah, they didn't to, really they don't need... need to have a trailer. Yeah. They probably didn't even need to show us a trailer. They didn't even need to show us the name of the movie. Yeah. Everyone I mean, would have still went went to watch it, so, yeah. Captain America's in it a bit, which shows that Captain America might be um, a major part in this movie because he wasn't really in Infinity War. Hints to the sex scene between Captain America and Tony Stark as well. How? Uh, if you look closely, there's hints. <laughs> you okay. Gotta, you got to look closely. <laughs> Real close, okay. But yeah, Tony's probably going to die. Anyway, I, 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 ha- I think actually you'll get have... saved. I think he'll get saved. Yeah, well, I think he'll get saved too, either by Captain Marvel or Thor. Initially, initially, I thought that Nebula ditched Tony and just left. But she's there. But I watched the trailer again, and she's in the same ship. She's as there, he's yeah. In it. yeah. She's in it, yeah. And Thor's, like, all depressed. Captain America's Thor, yeah. trying Should have to... gone for the head, you fuck. <laughs> he's, like, he's really regretting his life decisions. Yeah. He's, Captain America told him to write lines. It's just on the board. He's writing, should have gone for the head. <laughs> like 100 times every day. And you you finally see Hawkeye and what he's been up to. He's in Japan. Hawkeye. Like... He's in Japan watching anime. <laughs> After his family died, he got really into it. <laughs> yeah. like, fuck, Cowboy Bebop. Got to get on that. And he, got, he gets a haircut. And like yes, walks around yes. in the rain every day. Yes. Yeah. He wants to get a cold, but his immune system's too good, so he's trying really hard. There looks like there's a time jump between yeah. that and the start, though, because Black uh, Black Widow's hair is longer. Yes, so it's yeah, it's slightly longer. So 
Yeah. Anyway, I thought we'll actually before Avengers Endgame comes out, I thought we should do a an episode where we basically outline the whole story and what we think is going to happen. Oh yeah, that's going to end badly, isn't it? We're probably both going to be like very wrong, but... way wrong. <laughs> like, look, way wrong. I can't imagine a scenario where I get what's going to happen right. <laughs> but anyway, we'll we'll do that because um. I've got I've got a theory on how things will pan out in the movie, and I think yep. you you do too. And I and, and I don't think mine's yep. the same as yours. My one is a poker game, and then a poker game between the Avengers and Thanos. A game of chess, right? All. Sorry, a game of chess. No, no, it's poker. Oh, it's po- okay, yeah, it's right. poker. It's in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's in Las Vegas. Yep, and like on the last hand, it's like Casino Royale. <laughs> On the last hand, like Thanos puts his Infinity Gauntlet in, and then um, Captain America puts Ant Man in. He puts Paul Rudd on the table, like not and, not uh, small Paul Rudd, like a big one. No, no, big Paul Rudd, big Paul like Rudd giant on the man. table. Yeah, as Giant Man, <laughs> and then they they, well, you have to wait to see the movie. But look, anything could happen from there. Well, the table obviously like falls apart. No, no, it's a big table. Tony Stark made the table, which is half the movie. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, got to make a table. Big enough to fit giant sturdy. Yeah, it's, it's got to be sturdy enough. It's like a montage. He, like, makes the table. He tells uh, man to stand on it, get big, and it breaks. And he gets pissed off. So, like, throws his glass of scotch at the window, like, breaks it. <laughs> and then he cries a little bit. <laughs> There's, yeah, it's, it's quite emotional, actually. Yeah. Okay. Is that your story? Well, yeah, I'll go. I'll go to. I'll go to more depth. Yeah. In our when we do the episode, episode for it, yeah. but yeah, it's in and around that. I looked at what the definition of end game was. So end game, a stage of the game in chess when few pieces are left on the board and often sacrifices are made in order to win. Yeah, I feel like they should sacrifice Paul Rudd, not Ant Man, just Paul Rudd. The person Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's definitely not needed. <laughs> He's not necessary. Well, yeah. Well, speaking of Paul Rudd, he turns up at the end of the end of the trailer. Yeah. And that, well, there's all these theories, fan theories about like apparently the date on that that. No, nah, it's not. It's wrong. Yeah. It's not. It's not a date. Yeah. It says 1503. Yeah. Which he is... didn't show up. At, they didn't have cameras in 1503. <laughs> How the hell did they get the footage? <laughs> oh, this is some wacky time travel that's going on. Um, yeah, and like maybe interdimensional travel or something. Where in that yeah. universe it's fifteen oh three, but I don't think it's that. I, um, well, the building wouldn't have existed in fifteen oh three. The other theory, well, people said it's nineteen oh three, but still, same scenario. There's no cameras in nineteen oh three. No, I think it's. I think he's actually there, like right at that time, and somehow he gets out of the quantum realm. Obviously, maybe he just presses a button and he's like, just gets out. Maybe he does. Maybe Thanos gets him out to sacrifice him. <laughs> the end game. Yeah. So we don't see any of the vanished Avengers, obviously, in this trailer. I don't think we'll see them in any They're trailer. dead. That's why. They're never coming back. Do you know all these rumors about the sequels? It's all lies. It's all wrong. They're all dead. Well, apparently the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer was meant to also come out last week. Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home, not a real movie. They're just acting like it's a movie. <laughs> it's never going to come out. <laughs> It's all a farce. Yeah, they're just doing promotion for a movie that doesn't exist. It's a movie that's never going to come out and doesn't exist. So uh, I think we'll get a trailer for that soon as well, maybe this week. Yeah, they're going to make a trailer, but 
there's not going to be a movie. <laughs> Do, would you be pissed off if that happened? Or would you be like, that's actually, no. like, so good? Uh, actually, I don't think I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, I can't believe they made us believe that there was this movie for, like, three years. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I would actually be impressed. I would be like, geez. No, I, like, I reckon I'd, I'd be even more impressed if they're, like, they do have all these trailers and stuff. But when you go to the movie, it's actually, like, it's not even a movie. It's just a, it's just a picture of dust. <laughs> 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 it's just a, a two-hour-long picture of dust, like flowing through. It's it's not a picture; it's a movie. So it's like dust flowing through the air. Yeah, it's like those. You know, remember those old screensavers where there'd be like these these particles, and they just like flow around your screen. Yeah, that's what it would yeah, be. It's just that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would I would not be pissed off. I would be impressed. I would pay money to see it. <laughs> yep. I would, I'd, I'd be very impressed if they did that. I'm just looking forward to. I thought they'd do this with Avengers Endgame, but like they actually don't have a trailer for a movie. Yeah, and they don't tell you yeah. what the title is until you actually go to the movie. Yeah, I guess they could have almost it's tough because they it. want to appeal to as wide of an audience as they can. Yeah, and the way to appeal to an audience is to do promotional stuff. If you don't do any marketing for a film, you're not going to have as much of an opening as if you do marketing for it. And they want to get as much as they can out of it. So I understand why they have to market. Well, there's people like you and me who don't need any sort of trailers to watch watch the movie. And Yeah, but there is people of... out there that need the trailer. Yeah, and there's there's other people yeah. that, the casual viewers. Yeah, so they, they like my probably... 90-year-old neighbor. He needs a trailer, otherwise he's not going to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So, and... You only get the big box office based on the casual viewers, not the the fans. So yeah, yeah, you'll get the big openings because of the fans, but the overall box office will be will be from the casuals, casuals as well. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of casuals would have watched Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, definitely. A lot of fans watched it as well. But yeah, that's coming out next Endgame. year. And game. What else was in the trailer? Did we miss anything? Beard? No beard? No beard? Yeah. He's got a side like better though. with or without. I like him with. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like him with. I, I think, but I used to like him without. I don't know. He look, He just looks different now. I think once you go beard, you can't go back. He just looks, I don't know. I think it's the sideburns. The sideburns, you need the to get rid of the sideburns. The sideburns are longer, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. If he gets rid of the sideburns, yeah. then we're, then we're yeah. back to vintage cap. He does look a bit older. He does look a bit older. Yeah. He does look like th- there's a bit of white going in his hair. Yeah. Or it might just be like really light blonde. Yeah. But he maybe does look he's a bit older. Maybe there is a time jump. Enough of a time jump for Black Widow to grow her hair. Yeah, enough. Yeah, she, she grows her hair. Wonder if Thor's going to grow his hair back. Well, they don't really get haircuts in Asgard, do they? Because everyone seems to have long hair. They do, yeah. What else? There was no Hulk. There was, was it Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, he was in it. He was looking at the screens of people that have disappeared. Oh, that's right. And yeah, Ant-Man Shuri's... was one of them. Yeah, and Shuri's... Shuri MIA. was one of them, yeah. But maybe she's just gone into hiding or something. Yeah, where do you reckon she is? Wakanda? <laughs> Not really yeah. much of a hiding. They, did, they didn't really look that hard. <laughs> They're like, oh, where the fuck Shuri? She's like in the throne room. Oh, where's Shuri, guys? She, she's, she's missing. The snap must have got her. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let's leave Wakanda. 
Also, the snaps now called the decimation, apparently. By who? It's in the Avengers Endgame prequel comic. Oh, okay. The, prequel book, sorry. Prequel book. The decimation. Oh, is that the Thanos the de- one? Yeah, the Thanos one. Yeah, yeah. Decimation. Apparently, that's not fully canon, though. No, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. It doesn't give away anything, but it's not ca- it, it is canon. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Thanos is farming. What do you think he's farming? Corn. Corn, yeah. High nutritional value. Yeah. You can use yeah. you can use it to um create bioethanol as well. The yield's not that great, but it's it's alright. Do you think he just just does corn or any other vegetables? What do you think his diet is? Is he a vegetarian? Look, he, look, he looks like he he looks like he bulks, so I think I'm probably thinking he's eating some sort of meat. Just because you you can't get that big without eating meat of some sort. No, maybe he's like perfected the art of um, using soy-based materials to make mock meat. Yeah, true, true. It does look like he's having some problems with the farming, though. There's some crows around, maybe. That's why he's set up a scarecrow. Looks. I'm, I'm hoping most of the movie concentrates on the farming life of Thanos and... The agricultural industry of whatever planet he's on. Whatever planet he's on, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon he goes out and sells stuff, or is he's he's happy to just eat his own, eat his own stock? Well, who does he sell stuff to? I don't think anyone lives on I don't that know. planet. Is there anyone else on the planet? Maybe he's killed everyone else on yeah. the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Initially, there was, but then he's like, "I hate these guys. Let's kill them." <laughs> I've got the gauntlet. I can do whatever yeah. I want. The gauntlet's still damaged, so yeah. that's going to make it harder for him to farm. I guess so. Hopefully most of it's concentrating on that. I'd be quite disappointed if it's not, actually. Farming life of Thanos. That's, of Thanos. that's what it should yeah. have been called. Avengers Farm. <laughs> Avengers Farm Simulator farm. 2018. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's it, really, for this. So next, next episode, well, we've got a couple of episodes coming up, so we'll have one on Bumblebee, uh, one on Aquaman probably after that. One on uh, probably Wreck-It Ralph. We'll see if we can get an advanced screening for that. And then we'll we'll have the wrap-up for the year as well because we're fast approaching the end of the year. If you want to get in touch with us to ask us a question or give us a suggestion, how do people do that? So Twitter, Instagram, the other one, and Facebook. email. Yeah, the other one is Facebook. That That's the slang term that they use for it. <laughs> on the streets um so cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com at c recalibration on twitter and instagram and facebook if you if you do like our content please give us a subscribe on your favorite podcasting interface so we're on all of them now uh did want to say if you we're not on soundcloud i don't know how many people use soundcloud for podcasts but we're on pretty much everything else, so please yeah, do. Yeah, we don't like SoundCloud. Well, you got to pay yeah. for it. So how dare they? Yeah, <laughs> you got to pay the money on for it. a for a business. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not on SoundCloud, but yeah, please do give us a su- subscribe on your favorite interface, and do give us a review if you um if you have the time. Yeah, a good one, preferably. Would prefer a shit one, but you know, <laughs> you you do what you have to. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can just say um, Travon is a great host, but I don't know why he brings the other guy with him every week. Yeah, look, I don't know either, actually. <laughs> I'm with you guys. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
Anything else? Uh, No, no. I think that's about it. That is about it. So we'll see you in the next episode of Cognitive Recalibration. Yeah, hopefully I'm not on meds in the next episode. Hopefully I don't have a croaky voice in the next episode. Yes. All right. We'll we'll see you then. See you later. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.